Welcome to Mariners Cast presented to you by Sports Ethos, your place for worldwide sports coverage. I'm your host, Tino Ganasius. You can find me on Twitter at Tino Junior 20 and the podcast at Ethos Mariners. It is September 29th, Friday. Mariners have three games left in the regular season. This is it. Mariners won last night in heart-wrenching, crazy, wild, celebratory fashion. 3-2, comeback victory, two runs in the ninth. Mariners are now 86-73. and Three games back in the AL West. One game back of Houston for the third wild card. Two games back of the Toronto Blue Jays for the second wild card and have a 33.5% chance to make the playoffs according to ESPN. Tonight's pitching matchup is Nathan Eovaldi going for the Texas Rangers against Brian Wu. The matchup in Toronto is Aaron Savali pitching for the Tampa Bay Rays against Yusei Kikuchi. Tampa Bay Rays, as I've said before, are a difficult team to face. Savali is an underrated right-handed starting pitcher. Kikuchi has been one of the best starting pitchers in the American League over the last couple of months. Houston is playing in Arizona. It is J.P. France going for Houston, who has really imploded over the last month or so, versus Zach Gallen, a an NL Cy Young candidate. The Mariners, if they can get through Friday, with a shot, will have a real legitimate shot to make the playoffs. There's been a lot of criticism about Brian Wu taking this start tonight. I don't see that the Mariners have a whole lot of options. There have been some people calling for moving up Luis Castillo from Saturday to tonight and Kirby from Sunday to Saturday. But, you know, the the toll that it takes on a pitcher to change their routine after 32 33 starts is a lot they're very routine based uh people and so i think the risk in moving that up versus having a quick hook for woo and utilizing the bullpen knowing you have your one and two going in the next two games there's too much risk there for me we'll get into that in a minute once again the mariners won three two last night in it, just a roller coaster fashion. So Mariners go down two nothing in the fourth on two solo home runs surrendered by Logan Gilbert. Mariners get one back in the bottom of the fourth on an opposite field. Uh Julio Rodriguez special. I call it that because when he hits the ball in the air to the opposite field, he just hits it farther than a lot of other hitters do. They look like those types of pop-ups to right field look like pop-ups for outs from off of just about any other bat, but sometimes they go out for Julio and this one did. Uh, Mariners are down 2-1. Pitchers duel, Jordan Montgomery, six innings, five hits, one run, two walks, five strikeouts for the Rangers. He was clutch. Andrew Heaney locked the Mariners down in the seventh. Jose Leclerc made the Mariners look silly in the eighth. Ninth inning, Rangers go to Araldis Chapman. Chapman proceeds to load the bases with no outs. Bottom nine. Mariners pinch hit Mike Ford. He pops out to center field. Cal Raleigh can't tag. Josh Rojas comes up with one out. 
he fouls out to uh, Josh Young at third. Really nice catch by Young. Two outs. Literally the Mariners season hanging in the balance, or so it feels. Tension is palpable. And, of course, J.P. Crawford comes through in the clutch. Hits a ball to left field over Evan left fielder Evan Carter's head. Looked like a ball that Carter may have been able to dive after. He didn't. Two-run double. Mariners win. 3-2. Crowd's going nuts. J.P.'s going nuts. Curses on camera. Uh, huge celebration. I just, it was, you went from zero hope or the slimmest of hope that the Mariners could come back knowing that this was basically it. Two bases loaded, no outs. They have to score here. Chapman comes out. Jonathan Hernandez comes in. Mike Ford, who's been good for the Mariners all season long, flies out to center field, short fly ball. Oh crap. Right. Rojas comes up. Not the, not the player. I would like to be up there in the clutch, but you're thinking just don't ground into a double play. Just don't ground into a double play. He fouls out. Now the Mariners need a base hit or a walk. And JP is just, you know, I've seen all over Twitter, put the C on his chest, make him the captain. I agree. He's the leader. He's the dude. Um, obviously Julio is the best player, but Crawford is the heartbeat and he came through in this game. It was, Total elation on the field. I think a huge, not sigh of relief because they're not there yet, but I think to get the four-game losing streak monkey off of their back was a big, big deal. Um, Super fun to watch. Super cool to see. Logan Gilbert went six innings, three hits, two runs, no walks, five strikeouts. Uh, About as good as you could expect in this kind of situation against a tough Rangers lineup. He kept the Mariners in the game. Uh Isaiah Campbell, scoreless seventh. Gabe Spire was nails. One and two-thirds, three Ks, and then Munoz got the last out, and he ends up picking up the win. Just a a wild, wild game. Um, You don't know how much more you can take of this team. In some ways, I'm thankful that there are only three games left uh, this season just because it's been such a roller coaster. Bad first half. Don't know about this team. Tons of criticism. They go on the huge run. Julio Rodriguez, you know, having a historic stretch. Mariners, you know, getting up into the 80s and almost 90% chance to make the playoffs, according to ESPN and fan graphs. And then the big crash that we witnessed, you know, over the last, I don't know what, month or so. To come back to this point in time where if the Mariners win out, it's going to be very difficult to keep them out of the playoffs. Um, the Mariners need Houston to lose, but the Mariners hold the tiebreaker against Houston for the wild card spot. Um, Houston is not completely set up to succeed pitching wise with with JP France going tonight. They have Justin Verlander on the mound on Saturday against Merrill Kelly. Merrill Kelly is a very underrated starting pitcher. I've mentioned that before. And then Houston and Arizona are both TBD for Sunday. So. Versus the Mariners, who, again, Brian Wu, today's start is the one we, the Mariners really have to push through and win. Because on Saturday, it's TBD for Texas against Luis Castillo. So you've got a, we don't even know who's pitching for Texas versus a top 10 starter for the Mariners at home. And then John Gray, 
who is essentially a four, low four ZRA starting pitcher for Texas going against George Kirby in the finale on Sunday. So despite the fact that the Mariners are game back, despite the fact that they are on the outside looking in, in right now, I do like the Mariners' chances. I like them even more if the Mariners can come out of tonight's game with a W. Texas is pitching Nathan Eovaldi. His last start was against the Mariners on the 24th. Five innings, six hits, five earned runs, two walks, six strikeouts, two home runs, 86 pitches. I shared before his last start that he was, you know, kind of working his way back from a forearm strain. They had him in relief for a while. He wasn't throwing a lot of pitches. He wasn't throwing super hard. He averaged 92.9 on the fastball in that start against the Mariners on the 24th. That was his lowest average fastball of the year. So the Mariners are catching a starting pitcher in Eovaldi who is really operating at, you know, less than 100%. That much is clear. His his When he's at his peak, his velocity is closer to averaging 96. Um, he got all the way up to 97 on April 29th against the Yankees. So clearly, he's trying to gut it out. The, the Rangers want him to gut it out. I assume that they will have a pretty quick hook with Eovaldi if they have to given his health. And with Brian Wu, I think the Mariners have to be to have to treat this as an elimination game. If he's shaky in the second or third inning, you're gonna have to go to a bullpen game. Right. And I don't think that's the worst case scenario. Your hope is he gives you, I think given his the amount of innings he's thrown, if you were to get five quality innings from Wu and you were still in the game after five, I think you'd thank your lucky stars. Anything more than five is, it would be shocking to me. But if you got five innings of, you know, zero to two runs and you were, even if it was two zero Texas after five innings and Brian Wu was able to keep the Mariners in the game, I would take that. Uh, And then you turn it over to the bullpen. Saturday Castillo, you're going to ask him for everything he's got. He's your horse. He's your ace. If you need 115 pitches from him, that's what you do. 120 maybe, just depending on what those pitches look like, how much stress there is, and how he feels. Then you've got Kirby going Sunday. And, you know, I know there was a big – people made a big deal out of George Kirby's reaction to going out for that seventh inning uh, a couple of weeks ago. But this is the last game of the season. He also is a very economical, very efficient pitcher. So – I think with those two, in your mind, you count on six to eight innings from both of those guys each on Saturday and Sunday. So if you have to empty the bullpen on Saturday or on Friday, tonight, Friday, with Brian Wu on the mound, that's what you do. You have to win this game. Every pitch matters. The fans need to be going bananas. Every defensive play matters. Every hit matter. Everything matters in this game. This game needs to be sold out. I expect it to be. Um, it's just, it's do or die at this point in time. I do believe Houston will lose at minimum one of these three. I think there is the potential for them to lose two of three in their series against Arizona. But really, the Mariners just have to take care of business um, and not pay attention to what's going on anywhere else. Because if you lose side of Texas, then you're going to lose the playoffs. So, I don't have a whole lot else. I'm still honestly kind of coming off of the high of JP Crawford's game winning base hit last night. I did not expect it. Uh, 
again, this has been a huge roller coaster. There's a part of me that's that is uh, can't wait to sit down with full season stats and start building out databases and all that kind of stuff. The fun stuff for fantasy baseball um, without the stress and the pressure of uh, Mariners baseball, just because, it, like I said, it's been, you know, so difficult on the blood pressure and the heart rate uh, this season. But we've got three more left. Uh, hope you enjoy this series. I will do my best to do Mariners cast over the course of this weekend. Certainly on Monday, we will come back and, and recap what happened this weekend and either preview the playoffs or, or get started with our season review. Um, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This is it. This is what you live for as a Mariners fan. Mariners have a shot. It's all you can really ask for. Uh, that's all I got today. It's going to be a short one, abbreviated one. I appreciate you listening to the Mariners cast. Once again, we are presented to you by Sports Ethos. You can find me on Twitter at TinoJr20. That is T-I-N-O-J-R-2-0 and the podcast at Ethos Mariners, E-T-H-O-S-M-A-R-I-N-E-R-S. Take care, y'all. Appreciate the listen. Sorry I don't have more. I just, the games speak for themselves and uh, I'm already stressed out. I'll talk to y'all soon, please.